And good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us again. My name is Matt Bush, and I'm the news director here at Blue Ridge Public Radio. Sitting next to me is Casey Blake, the opinions editor for the Asheville Citizen Times, and we're conducting our second Buncombe County Candidate Forum here this afternoon. Joining us are the candidates for the District 3 seat on the Buncombe County Board of Commissioners, incumbent Republican Robert Presley and Democratic challenger Donna Ensley. Same format as we had in our prior debates. We will have two-minute opening statements, then we will each uh, allow, then we will go to questions. Each candidate will get 90 seconds to respond, and then we'll have 60-second closing statements from each. Just a reminder, early voting in Buncombe County, start in, North, in North Carolina, and Buncombe County obviously starts tomorrow and goes until November 3rd, and there are 11 early voting sites in Buncombe County. Election day is on November 6th. If you have registered to vote by now, Friday, last Friday was the deadline. You can vote on election day. If you have not registered, you can vote, but only during the early voting period. Again, thank you for joining us, and we will start our forum today. Opening statement to Robert Presley. Well, I'm Robert Presley, been a uh, lifelong resident of Buncombe County 59 years. I graduated at Inca High School. My wife graduated Inca High School. have two kids, four granddaughters. Basically, what drove me to want to be a Buncombe County Commissioner was the future of my kids. I've enjoyed 59 years here, but I want them to enjoy the future of Buncombe County. Beautiful place, everyone wants to move here. You see what the population has grown over 10 and 20 years. So some of the things that I have done in my two years is, you know, brought in transparency between the commissioners of getting us all to work together instead of doing things of being a party of four to three or five to two. That's very important to me here to make sure everyone in the public gets to know what we're doing inside the chambers. Number two, our education is very important to me, uh, putting resource officers in the elementary schools. We are working today on some things tonight in our commissioner meeting. Uh, checking the school safety programs, of coming in, making sure our classrooms are safe for all the kids that no one can stray off of the property. We're making it easy for 911 to come in because some of the buildings or radios will not transmit through. So a lot of things in the education. Far as what's happened in the past at Buncombe County, we've got to say that happened over 20 years. We have corrected 43 of the 45 policies that was in place when I come in. The corruption that was going on within, uh, I think it's a total of seven of our uh, high officials at the county have been removed from their seat, retired early, or in some in indictments as we see. And, and that's one of the things I'm most proud of is that commissioners was talking about it, but no one would just focus on what was going on. In six months, we had an investigation started. So I'm very proud of what we've accomplished in two years. Okay. Donna Ensley. And I'm Donna Ensley. I'm running for county commissioner in District 3 because I love this place I've called home for 31 years and I have a heart for service. I think the greatest needs facing our county commission and our county at this time is restoring trust and accountability in our county government, as well as the need to develop a comprehensive infrastructure plan that includes all of Buncombe County services. Since moving here in 1987, I've been deeply involved as a professional and as a community volunteer. I've served as, as a church elder, uh, as in various 
leadership roles, including as president of the PTO, the YWCA, of Helpmate, and most recently as the 101st president of the Rotary Club of Asheville. In fact, I was the fifth woman president of the club. As a fundraising professional, I've worked on great capital campaigns that have transformed the face and work of local nonprofits, including the Daniel Boone Council, First Presbyterian Church, Habitat for Humanity, and most recently um, with Mana Food Bank. I also worked on the planning and initial stages of Pack Square Park. In 2008, shortly after the recession began and the, econ or, and the economy took a nosedive, I went to work for Mana Food Bank and I was quickly promoted to Chief Development Officer. Later in 2014, I won the Outstanding Fundraising Professional Award for w Western North Carolina. But when I started working for MANA, I had, it had just turned 25 years old and we were so excited because we were distributing 6.2 million pounds of food. It took 25 years to go from distributing 140,000 pounds to 6.2 million. And um, at the end of my career there, we had completed a $3.4 million capital campaign, and we were distributing just under 16 million pounds of food. That sort of growth does not happen without serious planning, analysis, collaboration, consensus building, and in community investment. And I want to provide those kinds of resources to our county as we plan for our future growth and development. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, so we'll ask the first question. Very good. So. As I'm sure you're both not surprised, uh, a lot of the news over the last year in Buncombe County government has been bad news. Um, there are a lot of challenges facing anyone on commission and restoring public faith. So talk to us a little bit about what you would do specifically to restore faith in Buncombe County government as a whole. Um, we will kick off with... I'll let you pick. Robert, is yeah, that right? right? Yes, please start us off. Uh, what would I do? Uh, I'd rather say what we've done. We have changed 43 of the 45 policies. We, commission in the last couple years, have come in and found what was going on. As far as getting trust back in the community, the first thing we gotta do is get trust back within all the 1,470 employees of Buncombe County. Because if our employees are not happy, our public is not going to be happy with what's going on because they are the ones that spread the news for us. We have made long strides in really working to bring the trust back. The thing is, commissioners' offices was took over four or five years ago, and that was for the reason to keep them out of sight what was going on. As you know, Wanda Green has been accused of forgery, wire fraud, and... Uh, moving things around. We would sign something on the agenda and then it would go into a resolution and go and then she could change it before the commissioners ever knew what was going on. So the corruption that we had has already, I think we've restored the trust back in them because a lot of people are seeing what we're doing. We are working together today to make Buncombe County affordable to live in but we also have got to get trust back with our employees. They was threatened. Our employees, if they would have come forward, they was threatened of losing their job. Thank you. Donna? So I want to restore trust and accountability in our government. And for me, that means making sure that we have policies in place that preclude the possibility of anyone accidentally or 
intentionally damaging our community uh, financially or through other actions. I also want to ensure that we have transparency in the development of the budget and its implementation. And I know they've worked very hard already to make that happen, but I would continue to strengthen that, that um, those policies. And I would also advocate for creating a citizens review policy, uh, panel committee, whatever you want to call it, a finance committee that would help oversee on a regular basis the finances and report directly to the county commission. And finally, I would be sure that when funds are received uh, to fund a certain program that we ensure that they are expended in the way they were intended. Um, really to continue on to follow up on this since the green scandal has been such a headlining thing in Buncombe County for more than a year now, um, what are your, th talk a bit about what has been done so far in response to the scandal. What do you think, uh, how it has been handled in the last uh, little more than a year since she retired and the first inklings of uh, that investigation came out. What do you think of what's been done so far? I agree with Robert. I think that the County Commission has worked really hard to put together policies that are not only um, enactable now, but they will sustain the long term. I do think, though, that there was a great, um, it, when, when Mandy Stone was just moved up rather than doing a, an executive or a, a county manager search, nationwide search, that that was a, a huge mistake and it should never have happened. I've been involved in many executive director searches and I know that this is a desirable place to live and we would have all been well served instead of just promoting Mandy Stone if we had gone forward with a full-blown search. Robert, your chance to respond? Yeah, uh, the Mandy Stone thing is with me being inside on the commissioner, it was in closed session, talked about numerous times who we was going to bring in. We had looked at bringing an outside firm in to bring us people in. We had looked at hiring within. And Mandy Stone at the time was the perfect candidate. It was a 7-0 vote. It was not one party against the other. It was 7-0 to bring Mandy Stone in because we had to keep the ship running. We could not afford to let six months go with the budget. And honestly, of Mandy being in there, and this is a question that's got to be answered all the way through. For eight months, she'd done an excellent job. We were very happy of the way she shaved off the budget, uh, how we got policies changed. But what commissioners did not know, and hindsight is like a Monday morning quarterback, what we should have done is she was trying to cover up a lot of things that she was involved in with the Green Scandal. And it was brought out. You know, her indictment followed right behind, you know, Wanda's and then the John Creighton. So did we make a mistake of not going outside? I think that whenever it's all said and done, we're going to see a putting Mandy Stone in was a great thing because of her trying to cover things up. She was under investigation, and we didn't even know that. And I think it helped indict her. Right. Switch gears a little bit here, but still talking about accountability. 
Um, a recent analysis by the Citizen Times that you may have read uh, showed that more than $15 million in tax revenue intended to pay for construction at AB Tech was instead, of course, used to balance um, the county's own budget. So talk a little bit about this issue. Um, specifically talk to us about whether or not you think commissioners are responsible for keeping promises made to taxpayers of this nature. Well, start off. Yep, go ahead. Boy, I wish Mike Fryer was here because he is the commissioner that is with the AB Tech that knows the most. And what we're hearing, and we're learning as commissioners what's going on at AB Tech, is the money was never appropriated just for AB Tech. It was for the construction. Well, Wanda Green said we did not need to do any. And then she took the maintenance money away too without us knowing what was going on with that right there. Then we hired Greg Israel to go in and say, you know, what are we going to do? And Greg said, we got to repair some buildings before we need to start any new buildings. We, we've got buildings that are going to be ruined here if we don't do something. The chillers, uh, the mold that, or I, I don't know if it's really mold, it's a leakage of the drainage around the building. But we have voted, and it was a 7-0, I think, to give AB Tech back the money that had, I'm going to say misappropriated. It had went to other places without commissioners knowing about it. And, and that's a point we got to make is I'm not defending the commissioners. We are the ones that make the final decision. But this that happened in the past was Wanda Green done what she wanted to do with this money. We did not know it was the county's money to be appropriated out in the right way. And it is like the commissioners say, she played hide and seek with every bit of that money, all of our taxpayers' dollars. Donna. Okay. So I was not part of that, and I, um, and obviously you know deeply and the ins and outs of everything, but I will say from a personal perspective, I'm all for when, when money is promised to be used one way, I would advocate for using it the way, that way. As a uh, retired fundraising professional, that is part of the ethical procedures that we used in, in all providing accountability and transparency for our donors. Recently, I had the opportunity, I'm sitting on the um, Rotary Club's foundation board, and we've been collecting money for a uh, scholarship. And the money is growing, and it was the reason we were collecting it was to grow an endowment so that we could continue to support this deeds-based scholarship. But it came up that maybe we'd be better served to start using this money now instead of putting it aside and continuing to grow our endowment. And I advocated, as did a few others, for making sure that we use the money as it was intended and as the donor intended it to be used. And so um, we actually went back to the original and that money is going for the endowment and we're going to continue to raise it. So I just that's an example of how I have stood up for not changing the policy when um, we had a policy in place or when we had an intended use for the money. So thank you. Thank you. Next it's question. not fair on some of the questions because, I mean, if you hadn't been in the commission, it's hard to yeah. know what's really going on. So that's one thing about the, the forums. That's not, sure. That is not fair in Donna's thing of what's really going on there. 
We'll go on to our next question. Donna, you're the first uh, for this one. What role do you believe the County Board of Commissioners can play in combating the opioid epidemic in Buncombe County? That's a great question. Um, and I, I've sometimes when I think about that, I'm, I'm like, this is overwhelming. The CDC doesn't even know what to do. But as county commissioner, I would like to work with our law enforcement officers. I would like to work with our, um, with our DA. And I would like to make sure that we have a comprehensive plan because, we, as Quentin Miller often says, we can't arrest our way out of this. I do believe that it is a medical issue. I do believe that we need to work with a way, a diversion program to keep people out of prison if possible, and help them get into treatment. And that's going to be expensive, but it's less expensive to treat someone than it is to keep them locked up and keep them from getting well. So that would be my hope, that we would have a wraparound policy um, as, as much as possible to keep people from having lifelong incarceration for uh, a mental health or a physical health or addiction problem. Robert, your turn. Uh, we have put a lot of things in place. Uh, pharmaceuticals are number one. We was the first in North Carolina to file the lawsuit against the pharmaceutical. That's not going to stop. This is not a Buncombe County problem. This is a United States-wide program. And we're working with other states. We have talked to them about it. It is one of our six top priorities of all commissioners. And I think any commissioner that comes on uh, in the next election, it will be theirs because it does not matter. Everyone in Buncombe County has a family member that's probably on the opioid addiction. And, you know, it is close to everyone's heart that, that this gets solved. I don't know. We have talked with our, you know, DAs. We've talked with the Sheriff Van Duncan. And we all do not want to just start throwing money out here and go down a dead end road because this is taxpayers' money we're using. But we have got to stop this addiction. And I think the number one thing is going after the pharmaceutical reps. They, that is our number one problem that I see. Thank you. Casey? All right. So something more of an open-ended question for you. So obviously you're running for a seat in a particular district within the county. You won't only be making decisions on, on behalf of the entire county. So talk a little bit about some of the challenges that are unique to the communities in your district and be as specific as possible. And then talk about how you would advocate for them as a commissioner. Okay. that That's going to be pretty easy for me and going to be <laughs> kind of hard here. Is we've got the Lester, Inca, Candler, uh, south uh, or south hint what is that called uh, the Arden the south end of our a small part is out that way and the Bent Creek Avers Creek area so we are in the most rural part of all the districts and one of the things that we have to work for is making sure each one of them get their fair share of taxpayer dollar as in Sandy Mush, we was able to get broadband out there. And people don't understand how important it was. They had to come all the way into the Irwin District. Two years ago, we funded that. Lester Community Center, upgrading their walking trail. You know, it's not much, but it was something that we done. We just uh, funded three commissioners, or it took four, and Al Whiteside come on, for the Sandy Mush third floor renovation. 
is people don't realize how much goes on at the Sandy Mush Community Center. It is the furthest away from town of any of our districts. Then we got the Inca district, you know, that has a population of both the blue collar and, you know, not so wealthy. And it is our number one place for our opioid uh, addiction in that area. Then you've got the south end of Buncombe County that we work hard, but we also got District 2 that can help us with that area right there. So making sure that all the tax dollars does not stay in one district, that we get them out divided equal. And we have not had that in the past. Donna? So um, my goal as county commissioner will be to not only represent the needs of, the, of District 3, but to bring those needs to the county commission. The reason I decided to run for office was because I believe it's time for a comprehensive infrastructure plan that involves our schools, it involves our roads, it involves transportation networks, our resource services, and in pre-planning versus versus waiting for the growth to happen. It in involves need for high-speed internet across the county. So. When I when we have a, we have strategic priorities, but not necessarily strategic priorities that are five years from now, ten years from now, twenty years from now. And as I saw with the capital campaigns that I worked on, we put a place in the ground and said, "This is where we are, but this is who we want to become." And I want to be part of advocating for that sort of planning and um, progress in Buncombe County because growth is inevitable. So, like Robert just said, my goal would be to make sure that as we're making these plans, we're making sure that every part of the county gets adequate funding throughout this planning process. But it's not a one-year plan. It's not a two-year plan. It's a five-year plan. It's a 10-year plan. It's a 20-year plan so that we're continuing to grow the prosperity of our entire county um, in just in the, now in the current time and also in the near future. We'll switch up. Uh, this question that came to me as we were listening to some of your opening statements, and Donna, you'll get this first, is what are your thoughts on school resource officers? This is an issue that's come before commissioners, and you will have a new sheriff, um, whomever you holds the office when uh, at the time a new sheriff will be sworn in. So what are your thoughts on school resource officers, and in general, what sorts of things do you think are necessary for school safety? Well, I've met with our, our educators, and I was just recently endorsed by the Buncombe County Association of Educators, which I'm pleased to have that endorsement. And in speaking with them, not all, we need to make sure that there is safety in our, all of our schools. That's, that's a first priority. And I'm sorry that we're at the situation we're in right now, but we do need to provide resource officers. But that's not the end. In fact, that's maybe just the very beginning. What we really need to do is look at what's the cause. We need mental health resources. We need counselors in the schools because some of these kids are coming to school and no one has the ability to stop and, and just... Um, we don't have trained resources in all the schools to be able to, to really mitigate this before it becomes a, a real problem. So I would advocate not only for uh, creating safer schools with um, just be able to provide, you know, the security getting in, but also then resource officers, but mostly also mental health professionals as well. Uh, yes, we have already, we had a grant that the Buncombe County brought to us and it was great. And I was unaware that our high schools and our middle schools are staffed with resource officers. Our elementaries was not. We had four 
resource officers between 22 schools. We was able to add six additional on with the grant money and the county paying very little money. We also, last year, uh, funded a $71,000 for our very own detective for all Buncombe County Schools. We will not use the Sheriff's Department detective as needed. We will have one full-time, well, I think it starts November 1st is when it starts, that will work all the schools. We've been in and we're uh, getting ready to fund a uh, safety for the fire departments, EMS, our sheriff, because we have learned that Asheville City and Buncombe County Schools, with the metal inside of them, the buildings we got, their radios will not work. So we're going to have transmitters put on the schools where something happens and we have to bring in our officials to take care of it if it's EMS or sheriff that they will be able to communicate and will not be outside. So a lot of things have gone. But the main thing is, is we got grant money to do our resource officer. It would not, we could not use that money for the mental health. That is what we're working on now. The commissioners, the commissioners understand what our schools are all about. Because one thing, our students of our elementary and high schools are the future of Buncombe County. Very good. Switch gears and talk a little bit about development here. Um, so the city of Asheville is, of course, constantly grappling with how to oversee development. The city is growing so rapidly, both in population and, you know, with development projects. So talk a little bit about your philosophy on development and what you see the commissioner's role as, you know, as far as controlling that development, what's too much, and, you know, what your role would be and, and what you would advocate for. Eighteen months ago, I brought up in the county commissioner, is Buncombe County growing too fast? And other commissioners said, no, we love the growth. The biggest thing that comes before a commissioner is fix our highways, please. Commissioners, can y'all fix your highway? Commissioners have nothing to do with the highways. That is a state DOT deal. We can suggest to them, but I tell you, it is so far down the road. And with our past uh, city council, 1998, we could have had the 240 interchange from UNC Asheville over to Patton Avenue. And they said we did not need it. It went to Charlotte. 2006 had the money appropriated to do it again. And they said we did not need it. This is coming from city council people. And now we've got it, and we're not going to let it get away this time. But we're looking at 2022 before they start on this. And the development here, we, it is brought before planning and zoning. The apartments we got, I wish we could put them on hold and say, until our highways, which commissioners have nothing to do with, until our highways can accommodate another 30,000, 40,000 people, Let's get our highways where we can get our people in and out of here. As a concerned citizen, I've been attending the Buncombe County or the Metropolitan Planning Organization meetings, and they are working right now on a comprehensive infrastructure plan for greenways and roadways for seven counties, and they're putting in place the 2045 plan. I would... Um, love to be part of being part of that plan. We have, they're planning to have that done in two years. We have the opportunity now to go into each of the, the county municipalities and also county areas and say, 
what do you want to look like when you grow up? So that, that the citizens in these areas can be, we can advocate for what they want so that that becomes part of that 2045 plan. They're doing it right now in Henderson County and we're not doing it here. And I think we have, we're missing an opportunity to get input from our citizens, get input from our business leaders, get input from our owners, landowners, and to see how they want to grow and develop. And then as county commissioners, that would be, again, part of that comprehensive infrastructure plan that is so lacking. So that would, that would be what I would advocate for. Also, um, in meeting with our fire chiefs in, in our area have learned that we have allowed development to go on in areas where we've had four-story um, apartments go up and yet the the fire department does not have the ability to fight four-story fire. We need to plan that infrastructure first. Okay. And we're on to our last question before we get to, to closing statements, but this is just a very, uh, very open-ended question for both of you is just to talk about what do you see the biggest differences between you and the person you're running against, and what would you say to voters uh, if they pose that question to you? And we'll start with Donna. Okay. Well, first of all, I have the utmost respect for Robert, and, and there is not one person in this county that I have met that doesn't say Robert is a really nice guy. And I would think that you would, if you asked people, they would probably say the same thing about me. The biggest difference that I see is that I'm really wanting to be proactive about addressing the needs now and in the future for our county. I also have some experience in holding uh, our executive directors, or in this case, a county manager, accountable. Um, and, and I've worked in building consensus with boards, with community involvement, and those are the skills that I would bring to the table as county commissioner. <clears throat> uh, thank you for them kind words. <laughs> uh, as myself, I mean, to be a county commissioner is something you have to desire. Let me tell you, it's not to pay, it's not what you benefit from anything. You best be concerned about what's best for Buncombe County. But no matter what, you better be concerned for your family when you have kids and grandkids of what the future's gonna be. We've been here since, my family's been here since 1861, in the same property that I am. I have seen numerous changes in Buncombe County. For the good, a lot of it. But the last 10 years has just been growing too fast. And I guess I've stepped around the question a little bit, is what I want to make sure is that no matter who is commissioner, that we keep accountability and transparency. In the past of the county commissioner, and I hear it from so many people, we're so glad that we have some commissioners there now that are not making the decisions in the back room. Our average meeting now is three and a half hours long. In the past, it was 45 minutes to an hour. Decisions was made without letting people hear what all was going on. I love what I do. Uh, I was put on the audit committee. You better have a budget background. You better, I'm a small business owner. You are spending my money and the taxpayer. We're spending everyone's money and you better be accountable for it because we have the money in Buncombe County as long as we're appropriate outright. Okay. Well, thank you both so very much for coming in today and we'll, we'll go on to closing statements. Each of you will get uh, 60 seconds uh, to give your sort of final pitch to voters. So we'll start with Robert. Well, just uh, 
everyone get out and vote. That's my thing. You know, uh, I may be registered one way, but I represent the whole county. It doesn't matter. When you become commissioner, you represent everyone. All three parties, four parties, whatever parties they are. We are getting divided too much, and that is what we do not need here. So I'm here. You know, I would appreciate anyone's vote. You know, it is not my decision who's going to be the county uh commissioner for district three it is everyone gets out and vote so if you don't vote you really have no reason to complain about what our commissioners are doing Thank you very much. Uh, those are good words to follow uh, robert because i agree with you a hundred percent my goal would be to represent all of the citizens of our county but specifically bringing the needs of district three citizens to the county commission i would uh, I do have a heart for service. I've spent my life serving in this community, and I believe that this is the next best way to use the skills that I've achieved and acquired over my lifetime here um, and put them to good use. I know that um, getting out to vote is something that's been, it's something I've taken seriously my whole life, but I have been amazed at the number of people who haven't taken the time to, to do research and to really decide who they want to vote for. So I'm like Robert say, you know, get out and vote, but also do your homework before you vote for any of the offices before us on this election. Even though it is a, uh, not a not a major election for many offices. It's an important election for our county, and it's an important election for our state, and it's an important election for our country. Well, again, thank you both very, very much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Do remember, early voting in Buncombe County starts tomorrow, October 17th. It runs through November 3rd. And then the election is election day is on November 6th. If you are registered to vote already, you can vote during early voting or on election day. If you have not registered, you can do it on the same day, but only during the early voting period. And there are 11 different early voting sites in Buncombe County that you can go to. Please check the county election board's website to see which one is closest to you. And please go out and vote. And do remember tomorrow at noon, we have another forum with someone who will be serving with either Robert or Donna on the Buncombe County Board of Commissioners. The District 2 forum is tomorrow at noon. Casey, again, thank you very much, and thank you to our friends at the Asheville Citizens Times, and thank you for watching. Have a good day.